it's the next level. And now for the show that's truly too hot to handle. It's the melting pack, and it starts right now. Well, thank you, Jerome. Hello, my friends. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Merry Christmas to all of you. I cannot express how goddamn excited I am that this year, my Christmas episode, which, as you know, if you've been a fan for a long time, is my favorite episode that I do every year. No offense to any guest I've had or anything like that. Uh, but this episode for me, for me, haven't done that in a while. That felt weird as hell. Um, is my favorite. I absolutely love it. I love doing it. This is my, like, the only thing, well, I used to say the only thing I missed with this episode was playing music. But now I've had friends of the show who did Christmas music, and now we have some to play on the show every year. So I am very, very excited about this. Merry Christmas, my friends. And if you don't celebrate, well... I'm sorry to hear that. This show is not for you. All right? That's all the thing. It's all holiday stuff. We got our favorite retail story. Uh, we reviewed an episode. We'll recap, I guess, an episode of The Office. Uh, we'll talk Mount Rushmore of Christmas songsters, singers, people who do Christmas songs. Uh, we're going to rank them, I guess. We'll talk about that. And again, we have holiday tunes throughout the show. Only a few. We have one from Point North, our friend Hannah Khan. I hope I said her name right. I feel like I've said her name wrong every single year. I'm sorry. She's never complained, but uh, I'm sorry if I said it wrong. And of course, our friend Bronny as well. And we will end the show with, uh, well, two things. Our visit from Linus, even though as we've established, he's a jerk. Uh, <laughs> if you remember from, I think that was last year I brought that up. And uh, much better, their holiday greeting at the end, the end end of today's show. So that's what's on the docket for today. Again, if it's not your thing, my bad. Um, and also, if I missed any of your picks for Mount Rushmore, uh, I'm sorry as well. Because I got the way my work schedule is shaping up for the next week or two, I have to do things early. So today for me is Tuesday. So my apologies if I missed any of your stuff. Um, sorry, that's all I can say. All right. So yeah, that's what's up. That's on the menu. That's what's going on today. Uh, holiday songs, episode of The Office. Yeah, we did all that. So we are ready to go today. Um, oh my gosh. I'm sorry. I'm I'm still just it's really hard to put into words how excited I am that this episode is out on Christmas Day. Like I don't know if you listen on Christmas Day. I know you're spending time with your families. I hope you're all well and healthy and safe and enjoying yourselves with whatever traditions are they are that you have. I really I honestly I hope you're doing well and I hope everything is great. Uh but I just I'm I'm like giddy sitting here in my office. Like I just can't I don't know. I don't know why. Because I think every year, I think one year I missed it by two days. And uh, one year, like the day after I released an episode or something like that. And like, I've just been so close so many times. And now it's Christmas Day and I'm putting out an episode and I, I'm just, I'm really happy about that. All right. So there you go. Yeah, Pat, that's enough gushing. Get on with the show. All right. All right. Jesus. All right. You know, I'll make you pay for this instead. No, um, I've thought about that, but I'm not going to, I can't do that with the music. So there you go. Uh, Jesus. So we begin as we do, as we try to do, I think. I don't know. It's been a year. I don't remember things. Um, my favorite retail story. This was uh, a woman who came into the store. This is my first Christmas at the store. So this is 20, 
10. And it's like October, November. I can tell you for sure it was a Thursday because the boss was off. And so it was me and Amy. And again, I'm new. I've been at the job a month, maybe. And Amy, my supervisor, my good friend, went, damn it, we did it again. Every year I tell this story and I think, wow, I should really get Amy on to see what she remembers. And uh, here we are recording it again. And I forgot to ask her. I'm going to send her a message. Hold on. You know what? Hold on. I'm going to send her a message right now just because uh, I just I need to get it out in the universe that I want her to do this. And maybe we can record it and I'll save it for next year. Hold on one second. All right. I did it. I sent the message asking her if she's free at any point to record a little story with me. And so we shall see what happens. I'm not expecting a response. I'm not even going to check because uh, I have other things that I got to do. So there you go. All right. So maybe next year we'll have Amy on to see what she remembers about light bulb ladies. So we're standing there and it's the beginning of the day. It's probably like 10, 15, 10, 30 store opened at 10. And I'm, that's how I know it was not December because the mall wasn't open early yet. So I'm just sitting there. I'm like, all right, you know, we're going through, we have a list of things to do from the boss. Like here's what we have to do during the day. We got a shipment coming in. We have other things that we have to straighten up. And of course it's always straighten up the card racks and all that. So we're both behind the counter because again, nobody really in the store and we're kind of going over the things that we have to do for the day. So we're going through and this woman comes in and I say, hey, good morning. How are you? As I did with everybody. And she didn't answer. And I'm like, okay, you know, not everybody answered or uh, cared that we said anything. So she comes in and uh, so the way the store's set up, the registers, there's three of them or there were at this time, there were three of them. And I'm in the middle because that's the one that was open. And Amy's at the far one. And so the near one is unoccupied by anybody. There's some stuff on the counter. But this lady came in and she moved that stuff to the side, put her purse down, and just started rifling through it. And I'm just looking at her. I'm like, okay, like, what are we, is this lady going to come with like an old coupon? Or is she going to come in with like a, a warrant for my arrest or something? I don't know. I don't know what this lady is going to do. She didn't say anything. Maybe she didn't hear me. She's too focused. She needs something from her purse. So... She reaches into her purse and she finds what she's looking for and she holds up a tiny light bulb like you would put on your tree or on a, uh, a display, like an outdoor string of lights, maybe an indoor string. It wasn't that big, but damn it. That's what she said. Woo! Thank you, Bender. Merry Christmas, buddy. So she pulls out this thing and she holds it up like she's dedicating it to Jesus or something. Shing. Sparkle, sparkle. Thank you, Jerome. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm just like, okay, I, you know, what's going on? And again, I, I'm like locked in on this woman because there's something else going on in the store. And I've never seen anyone do this before. Again, I'm brand new to the job. So she's going through and she holds this light bulb up. And again, I'm like so focused. I didn't hear her say whatever she said, um, like ask if we carried it. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I snapped out of my little trance. And I said, oh, man, I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? Like, what's up? And she said, do you have this? Do you carry these? And I was like, no. And I turned to Amy again. I'm new. I was like, oh, maybe they're hidden somewhere. And Amy said, no, no, uh, we don't carry those. But you can go to Lowe's or Home Depot. And the lady, her face just curls. And she's absolutely disgusted. And she looks at Amy, looks at me, and just goes, Home Depot? Oh, my God. And that's after. She got mad for a second. And then you know how when a dog here's a sound for the first time. They tilt their head and like, Whoa? right? They make that weird Tim Allen sound. Maybe they don't, but she didn't. But in my head, she did. And so she like, she got mad 
and then confused and then mad again. Home Depot, like, offended that Amy would suggest that Home Depot, which is like a Christmas emporium from September through the end of the year, uh, that they would carry, you know, either a string of lights for your outdoor or your indoor or your Christmas tree, or that they would sell replacement bulbs because people do that, right? So I, she was just maybe she used to work at Home Depot and she was let go because of uh, some shady reasons. Maybe she already went to Home Depot and they were very rude to her and told her to come to our store. I don't know. Maybe she doesn't like the Home Depot because of whatever reason it is. And so we weren't sure of that, but she uh, was very upset by the suggestion that Home Depot would be able to help her and that we suggested she go there. And so she gathered her things and got the hell out of there. Didn't say anything else. She gathered her stuff in a huff, if you will. And uh, who am I, Dr. Goddamn Seuss? And, uh, and she left. And that was it. And Amy and I just kind of looked at each other like, what the f*** just happened? Why was she so mad that we suggested Home Depot? I don't really know. Uh, I've never seen her again. Never saw her before or since. And uh, really what I want for her every year as I do this, as this is probably, what, the 11th or 12th time I've told this story? Um, <laughs> what I want for her is that she somehow finds what she needs. I hope she's found it in 12 years, 11 years. But if she has to go in again and ask someone a question like that, uh, you know, how can she replace her light bulb or whatever it is that she wanted, uh, I hope she finds it. So light bulb lady, if you're out there somewhere in the world, I hope you are healthy and safe and well, and that you have found every light that you need to brighten your holiday season. How's that? All right. So, you know, I want to dedicate this song and we're going to talk about the, I guess, the OG version uh, in a second when we get to our uh, Mount Rushmore. But uh, I can't play that one because I don't want to pay the people. Uh, I don't have to pay our friends Point North, at least I hope not. But uh, I want to dedicate this song to Lightbulb Lady and her light bulbs and her Christmas decorations uh, because I hope that you find everything that you need this and every season. All right, my friend, how's that? PointNorthBand.com. For more from them, this is their take on a Christmas classic. All I want for Christmas is you. It's the Meltic Pat on the Next Level Network. I don't want a lot for Christmas. There is just one thing I need. And I don't care about the presents underneath the Christmas tree. I just want you for my own. More than you could ever know.
There you have it, our good friends. Point North, all I want for Christmas is you. It's the Melting Pat, the Next Level Network. PointNorthBand.com for more from them. I think they're going on tour or they're playing a festival. Maybe that's it. So go check that out. Tell them I sent you and they actually will know who I am because I've met them in person twice. So there you go with that. No, I'm not doing uh, any mouth rips on these. I decided that yesterday that I wasn't going to do it. Because then I'd have to make three reels or like splice them together and it would just get messy and I don't want to do that. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just do it in your head. Just imagine I did it. All right. All right. So what we're going to do now is I think I want to do this. So last year I did holiday TV specials and it was really fun. Like what's your favorite one? We had a really good time with it. Or I did anyway. I hope you did too. And so I decided this year we're going to pick a show and do a holiday special from that, a Christmas episode or whatever from a show. And so I decided, let's go with The Office. And there were, I don't know, six or seven of them. And so we had some choices. And you know what I'm going to do? Not now, because I really, what I could have done is made an entire episode just of The Office Christmas specials and just had a lot of fun that way. But I think what I'll do, Ben, for as long as you'll have me on the network, I'm going to do one of these every year, or as long as. As many as we have, as many got votes. So there are one, two, three, I think four of them got votes. And so I think that's what we're going to do. We'll make it a yearly tradition. Maybe we'll just do all of them. Um, Actually, you know what? It works out really well because the one that was chosen for today was the first one. So that's what we'll do. Every year we'll do an episode, a Christmas episode. We'll recap it of The Office on the Christmas show. How's that sound? Right? Great. No? All right. I don't care. It'll be fun for me. So the winner this year, uh, season two, episode 10, Christmas Party of The Office. And if you want to watch it, it's on Peacock, or if you have it on DVD, or if you have it through some other way, then I encourage you. Why did I pause like that? That was weird. Uh, I'm going to give you a second so you can pause me, watch the episode, and then come on back and, uh, and we'll talk about it together. And maybe uh, you can tell me something I missed. Okay. All right. Sound good? Okay. So do that now. And we'll jump in. Again, Season 2, Episode 10 of The Office. It is just called Christmas Party. I love it. And uh, our cold open, which does any show, like what show has better cold opens than The Office? It's got to be, it's not that many, right? The Office has really good cold opens. Anyway, maybe that's a good show question. What uh, sitcom has the best cold opens? Brooklyn Nine-Nine's got to be up there. What else we got? I don't know. Probably some shows I haven't watched. Uh, Anyway, the cold open 
Dwight and Michael trying to bring in the tree. Of course it's too big. Why wouldn't it be? Why would it not be too big? So they finally get it in the door. You know, it goes through the uh, the ceiling, the tiles in the ceiling. So Kevin hacks off the top of it. And uh, now they have a mini tree, which I'm, I'm going to try to use to find that picture and use it somewhere in the show notes because it was really funny of Kevin holding up like the little mini tree, like the top of the tree. Um, and so, <laughs> so the tree doesn't fit. So that yeah, they hack it off. And then Dwight, he's got his dust buster and he's getting up all the pine needles. And I could just imagine that Michael said, oh, we got to clean this up. And Dwight goes, don't worry, Michael, I'll get it. And like skips, you know, gleefully to the dust buster, wherever it was. So then we cut to Jim. He's talking about, oh, I finally got Pam for Secret Santa and I got her a teapot. And it's a teapot of like all these little memories and mementos, uh, my yearbook picture, a hot sauce packet because Pam thought it was ketchup and put it on a hot dog. I think the thing that he said he wouldn't explain was a golf pencil. I think that's what it was. But again, I'm watching while working. So maybe I missed it. I mean, I've seen this episode more than once. You'd think I would figure it out by now. But someone will correct me on what Jim will not explain in the teapot. Maybe it comes back later. I forget. I don't know. It'll be fine. So then, of course, we have the party planning committee. And Ryan, for some reason, has been drafted to by Angela to the committee. And uh, the memo, I think, said uh, we have to prepare for every possible disaster, which to me seems a bit excessive. <laughs> so Michael, of course, wants to go all out, go all out for the party. There we go. Ah, that's a good Michael sound right there. Um, he wants to go all out because it's been a tough year for everybody. And... We just want to have fun. End of the year, holidays, we're going to have a great time. And I want to say, if you have ever worked in an office, um, I don't know if how many of you are in an office now. I'm at home, obviously. Uh, but when I was at the office, the setup, how awkward it is, like people not helping, people trying to do things and it's not working out how they want, that's exactly how it goes in an office, setting up for any kind of event. So, And I thought that was funny. So Daryl wants to be Santa. Michael's like, no, what are you talking about? And if you remember my, uh, my Santa story from a couple of years ago, when, uh, <laughs> Christ, those guys made the one black employee go up to that lady with a black Santa and say, this is all we have left. And the lady had to awkwardly shuffle out of the store. Oh my God, why did you do that? Why? And of course, Dwight wants to be an elf. And Michael says, yes, why wouldn't you? You have elvish features. So we kind of go through at the beginning, who got who for Secret Santa? Toby got Angela. He got her the poster because uh, Angela likes babies dressed as adults, like the poster of the, uh, what are they, cabaret. <laughs> Is that even the right word? Is that a wine? I don't know. Uh, Oscar got Creed, and he knows nothing about Creed, so he got him a shamrock keychain because he thinks he's Irish. Uh, Kevin got himself, didn't tell anyone, which I thought was just hilarious. Uh, Michael got Ryan, and if, of course, went above and beyond, so we'll find out what his gift is in a second. Uh, and Michael, uh, I loved his line on presents, which he dropped here. Presents are the best way to show someone how much you care. It is like this tangible thing that you can point to and say, hey, man, I love you this many dollars worth. It's such a classic Michael line, right? Like, of course, yes, I love you this many dollars worth. Uh, <laughs> good stuff. Kelly had Oscar. And so we get to the opening of the presents. And Dwight is kind of shoving everyone along, like, let's go, let's get a move on, presumably to either get his gift to the recipient or, uh, more likely, to get everyone back to work. I think that's really, because Dwight is very 
by the book. We have to work. This is an office, all that stuff. So maybe that's it. I don't know. So Kelly had Oscar, got a shower radio. That's neat. Creed had Jim, and he forgot about it and went into his closet and got an old shirt, which I think is hilarious. Again, Michael had Ryan, and it's the iPod, a video iPod, which cost $400, which is that true, by the way? I never bought an iPod. I never really looked at prices. But a video, I guess this would have been what, 2005 or six? And a video iPod, would that have cost $400? Anybody know? Because I, I honestly, I'm asking. I don't know. Um, so everybody's kind of like, dude, what the hell? There was a $20 limit and you spent $400. What's going on? Uh, Phyllis had Michael and she needed him an oven mitt, which, I mean, hey, that is a heartfelt gift. And Michael just completely craps all over it and then decides, nope. Yankee Swap. And so if you don't know what Yankee Swap is or White Elephant, you know, you get a gift, you can steal a gift from someone else or pick a new gift. And the way that it works in real life really doesn't, it doesn't usually work this way. But in Michael's version, it's really mean. Like it seems really mean because he doesn't want the oven mitt. He's very, uh, very adamant. He doesn't want it. So somebody steals the iPod. And I think Meredith and Ryan picks a new gift. It's a Kelly nameplate that Stanley got for her. Kelly gets Angela's poster. She takes it back because some people like these. Uh, Michael, again, just being really mean about the oven mitt. And Phyllis has to leave the room because he's just taking a huge dump over everything. Dwight's gift, which I think was for Michael, it's paintballs and two lessons. So if you want to go paintballing, I guess that's the guy you go with. And uh, (laughs) Kevin steals the foot bath. And they cut to him and he goes, that's the gift I bought for myself. So I really want it. <laughs> so Michael decides, you know what? This party sucks now. People are sad. We're going to screw corporate. We're getting drunk. So he goes and buys 15 bottles of vodka. That is, uh, that's a lot. It's a lot of vodka. I don't drink vodka, but I guess that's, that seems like a lot, right? So then we get the party started. Everybody's actually you know, talking and dancing and having a good time. And Phyllis brings up her boyfriend, Bob Vance, uh, which you know what happens. Hi, guys. Uh, Does everyone know my boyfriend, Bob Vance? Kevin Malone. Bob Vance, Vance Refrigeration. Stanley Hudson. Bob Vance, Vance Refrigeration. Ryan Howard. Bob Vance, Vance Refrigeration. What line of work you in, Bob? I love the introduction of Bob Vance. I think of it often, and it makes me laugh every time. And that's why I'm so glad I got to put it in the show. Uh, I want to mention, this isn't really, you know, crucial to the show, but I want to mention this because, uh, stop doing this, Roy and Daryl are talking about fantasy football, like their teams and whatnot. And let me let you know, unless you're in the league, nobody gives a sh- Nobody cares. All right. So there you go. There's my PSA. Uh, no one wants to hear about your fantasy team. So it turns out that Pam traded the iPod for the teapot because Roy got her one or is getting her one or something. And then so Pam and Jim go through the whole, there's more in this, like there's all these little presents just for you. And of course, they have a nice moment and it's great. And, you know, planting those seeds of uh, Jim and Pam. And yeah, we're not going to say any more on that. And not like I'm spoiling anything, but I could go off on a whole thing of where that story went. I'm not going to. So, uh, of course, it's not a party without Todd Packer, right? The traveling salesman. And he's got the mistletoe. You know where it is. And um, I think actually the picture for this week's episode is Todd Packer passed out with silly string on his head 
because it was just so funny. And I found it from a, there's a website that has all these pictures like from the set, I guess. So it was better than the screenshot that I found. So we're going to try to use that. And I completely forgot in this episode that Kelly in the kitchen kisses Dwight. I forgot all about that because she goes in and Dwight's at the fridge and um, she just plants one on him. And Dwight's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? You know, don't do that. And Angela sees this and gets furious and she's smashing ornaments. She's very mad. And, um, you know, and I forgot all about that scene. I don't know how. Uh, So end of the party, everybody decides, hey, we're going to the bar. We're going to go to Poor Richards. We're going to go, you know, keep the party going. And uh, yeah, let's go. And Meredith in the classic scene at the end, just, uh, you know, I need a ride. Yeah, I'm good. You know, or do you have a coat? She walks into his office and just takes off her shirt. And uh, Michael, here's what I want to know. He takes a picture of it. He's like, whoa, ah, takes a picture of it. And I want to know, does that picture exist somewhere in the universe of the show? Now, I'm not saying, I'm not asking like if it's out there online where I could go see it now. It's not what I want to know. What I want to know is, is there a deleted scene somewhere where Michael's like going through the camera and like, oh yeah, from the party, boop, 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 and then gets the Meredith's boobs and goes, oh my God, I forgot about that or something, right? Is there a scene somewhere, somebody who has the DVDs of this or has seen uh, the deleted scenes or whatever, let me know. I want to know, I think that'd be really funny uh, if somewhere in the universe of the show, Michael finds this picture again and either like has forgotten about it or has a good laugh about it or maybe he and Meredith have a laugh about it. I don't know, but somebody let me know if that's a thing. So that's... uh. That's how we end. Meredith standing topless in Michael's office. <laughs> like, you, you have a coat? Yeah. <laughs> and then that's it. And there we are. So that is, uh, again, season two, episode 10, Christmas Party, The Office, the U.S. version. Uh, I love this show. I love this episode. And now, you know what? I'm looking forward to doing one of these every year until we're done. Um, so really, uh, bravo to you, all of you who voted and chose the first one so I can go in order. I think that's really, uh, I didn't think about doing them manually until I started the show today. And I'm glad that the, I guess the order of things works out. So there you go. Um, I've never been drunk at an office Christmas party. Uh, to be honest with you, I'm glad I'll probably, hopefully never have to do an office Christmas party again. Uh, cause they are not that fun. So there you go. All righty. So Coming up, uh, coming up next, we have we're going to talk about the Mount Rushmore of Christmas songsters. We're gonna, yeah, I it, I don't know that we're gonna reach a consensus though. I really don't think so. I don't remember. I copied all this stuff earlier, and I already forgot what the common ones are. So uh, we're gonna do that in a second. Before we do, we're gonna play. Uh, I love this song from our friend of the show, good friend of the show. This song, I believe, was produced by uh, great friend Danny Schmitz. This is Hannah Khan. It is Ho Ho Ho. It's the Melting Pat on the Next Level Network. Wrapping up our presents and stick them right under the Christmas tree. Fill up all our stockings with our favorite little things. It's you and me. Look at all the snowflakes falling on the ground. Take a sip of champagne. It's time to go out. We say, ho, 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 let's go 
There you have it, our friend Hanukkah. Ho, 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 ho. Sorry. I'm so sorry. The Meltic Bat, the Next Level Network. Sorry both for probably mispronouncing your name. But if you come on the show, I don't know if she's going to listen, but if you come on the show, you can correct me and tell me to stop doing the Santa from a Christmas story, ho, 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 at the end of your song. Because I think I've done it every time. But there you go. Thank you, my friend. Hanukkah official, I think is her website. Uh, that's H A N A. K-A-H-N, official.com. I think that's our thing. It'll all be in the show notes. I should really have written all this down, but you know I'm not going to do that. So there you go. All righty. So we have for you today, this came up in conversation the other day. My said, hey, uh, Brenda Lee doesn't get enough credit for her great Christmas songs. Like she belongs on the Mount Rushmore of Christmas singers. And I thought, oh man, that's a great idea for a topic. That's a good question. Because I think people, like we've done Mount Rushmore things before on the show, and you've all had a lot of fun with it. So I figured, why not do a holiday one, a Christmas one? And uh, you did not disappoint, all of you. So thank you very much. So his picks were Brenda Lee. Uh, What he said was uh, she belongs on Mount Rushmore with Bing, Mariah, and Andy. So Mariah Carey, Bing Crosby, and Andy Williams. And that's a solid list. I do like it. So I asked all of you, you know, who was on your Mount Rushmore? So our pal Weapon X says, Nat King Cole, Mariah Carey, Judy Garland, and he says, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas is my favorite Christmas song. Nice. Very nice. And Dean Martin. Tight call here with Bing, but he went with Dean Martin. That's a really good list as well. And he said, Big ups to Brenda Lee, Peggy Lee, Meltorm, Ella Fitzgerald. I wasn't read that as Aya because I took Spanish. Mavis Staples, Burl Ives, Jimmy Durante, and Chuck Berry. 
I, I don't know how to read names, but uh, I thought that was really fun anyway. So thank you, Weapon X. I appreciate you. Our pal Gertner says, DJ Sven, and DJ Sven, that is, I think I said it the same way twice, uh, and MC Mike or G, the Jingle Cats, wham! And Lil John and the Kool-Aid Man, god damn it. All right, so uh, we don't have a common one there, but thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Our buddy Paul from, uh, I listened to um, that DJ Sven and MC Micro G song earlier, and it's uh, it's something else. Maybe I'll, I'll try to put it in the show notes. I don't think I can get away with playing it on the show, so my apologies. If anybody else wants to hear it, my bad. Um, but thank you, Gertner, again. Paul says, uh, our buddy Paul from More Lurks Behind Podcast Zero, he said, well, this is a loaded question. My Mount Rushmore would look like this. The Crypt Keeper. Oh, he put songs on here too. Uh, Paul, do I have to read all this? Yeah, why not? The Crypt Keeper. I uh, said Christmas Rap. Uh, DJ Run and DMC. Christmas and Hollis. I like that one. Spencer Sharnas. Sharnas. I don't know how to. I can't read. Mary Axmas is the song that he chose, I guess. So how would that work on on a mountain? If you have the song there too, I don't know. Would you like carve the music notes into their faces or something? Uh, and finally, James Brown. Soulful Christmas. That's good. Paul, I feel like you tossed a curveball at us and I'm not uh, I'm I'm not mad about it. So, there you go. I think like yeah, how would you like carve the opening uh opening music notes into their faces and uh, on this theoretical Mount Rushmore? Somebody let me know. Paul, let me know. Uh if that works. Thank you, good sir. Our buddy Keith says Burl Lives, hands down. My dad used to have a cassette of Burl Lives Christmas songs that we listened to constantly during seasons past. Plus, he was Sam the Snowman on Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. So that should count for something, yeah? I'm into it. I like it. Uh, now, Keith, I got to know, is it just four different uh, like face carvings of Burl Ives in here? Because you only said one, which is great. I have no problem with it. But uh, is it four different Burl Ives face- uh, facial expressions on this Mount Rushmore? Let me know. Because I know, I know Keith listens. He'll let me know. Uh, Dave Wadding says, Frank, I'm hoping you mean Sinatra. Elvis, The Drifters, and Brenda Lee. So we got a common one, finally. Brenda Lee. I like it. Uh, that's a really good list, too. Clockshot says ACDC, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, Darlene Love, and Run DMC, and the Kinks can fight for the fourth spot. Original Christmas music or nothing at all. There you go. That's You know what? I like the hardline stance. I'm into it. So, um, yeah, Run DMC, that's so our common ones. I should probably be writing this down. Uh, our common ones so far are Run DMC and Brenda Lee. That is uh, that is something. I'm I'm into it though. I like it. Uh, Fignut says anyone who has spent any amount of time working retail during the holidays would bro kick Mariah Carey right in the face if they could get away with it. Wow. Oh man. And if you don't know what a bro kick is, I will uh, I'll share a gif in the show notes at themeltingpath.com. Thank you, Fignuts. I appreciate it. Uh, Seth says to name one I don't think has been said yet. Michael Buble. I love it. That's great. I also, like, his album's really good. And his appearance on the SNL, like, Seasons Greetings thing they do every year is really funny, too. So I guess it's just his appearance on SNL when he did the Christmas stuff. So that was really fun, too. Uh, Woken Wheel says Andy Williams, Bing Crosby, Dean Martin, and Burl Ives. So now we got Andy and Bing as our common. So it's another for Andy, another for Bing. And another for Dean, right? Because Weapon X said Dean, didn't he? He did. All right. So Dean is a common one. And another for Burl Ives. So we're good there. Let's see. Bing, Andy, Dean, Burl. That's a great list. 
I think that's three for Bing. So Bing is on there for sure, which is good. I like it. Uh, thank you. That's woke, That's a great list. Man, I love that one. Vaster Kai says, the Kinks, the Pogues, King Diamond, and Robert Earl Keen. There you go. The Pogues did not. You know, I was wondering if somebody was going to use the Pogues. And there you go. You did. Thank you. Um, Father Christmas by the Kinks is one of my favorite songs. Just in, Not just Christmas, like in general. I love it. So great. So there you go. Thank you, my friend. X-Rod says, I'm going Zoe Deschanel. Elf owns it. Yes. Points for that. Then Trey Parker and Matt Stone, their Christmas album is great. Yes, also. And Nat King Cole rounds the list. There you go. That's fun. I like that a lot. <laughs> I like that a lot. So that's two for Nat King Cole. You know, I'm going to add this up in a second. Let me do mine. Um, I feel really bad because the reason that I started, like we started this conversation is Brenda Lee and mine, I went with Andy Williams, Neil Diamond, Bing Crosby, and Burl Ives. And it was really hard to not include Brenda Lee or uh, Vince Guaraldi, the Vince Guaraldi trio, who do the Charlie Brown Christmas. They did the music for that. And I was listening to that pretty much all morning today. So really hard not to do that. But for me, I mean, the top two, it's Andy and Neil. And then the Bing and Bowie uh, Peace on Earth, Little Drummer Boy is the greatest Christmas song of all time, in my opinion. And Burl Lives is Burl Lives. So, yeah, really hard. Like, only you can only do four. And it was really hard because the whole reason I started this was Brenda Lee getting a shout out. And I don't know that I can, uh, I don't know. It's really hard to bump anybody on there. So, there you go. So, that's another for Andy, I think. You know what? Give me one second. I'm going to go through and tally this up. I should have done this before the show, I know, but uh, it's more fun this way, right? So hold on one second. Alrighty, so uh, yeah, this part's going to sound different because I'm not moving all these wires around and it's recorded on a different day. So when I did this show on Tuesday, we did not have a winner. We had a four-way tie, uh, at least for the fourth spot, and I did not keep that. It was Nat King Cole, Brenda Lee, Run DMC, and somebody else. I wrote it down because I thought I was going to have to do like a a poll on uh, like today or tomorrow. But then I checked on Wednesday the uh, the responses and our pal RP came in and uh, and broke the tie. He came in. We thought we were going to have a, a fatal four-way elimination match. And then, you know, RP makes the hot tag and throws everybody else over the top rope. So uh, how many wrestling references can I make in this that no one will understand? Uh, <laughs> so his picks, by the way, were Chuck Berry, Alvin and the Chipmunks, which I'm really surprised and kind of bummed out. There weren't, there wasn't more love for those guys. Uh, Bing Crosby and Nat King Cole. So uh, by virtue of his selection, thank you, my friend, Nat King Cole fills out the last spot and the Mount Rushmore of Christmas songsters, singers, whatever you want to call them, people who make Christmas tunes that we love, uh, according to the Melting Pat, which of course is all of us, Bing Crosby, Andy Williams, Burl Ives, and Nat King Cole. So there you go. Now, uh, I'm relieved that I don't have to do a poll on this, and we don't have to do an, like another vote or something like that. So I will try to awkwardly make a, a photoshopped Mount Rushmore like we did with the game show hosts. I will try to do this for um, for the show notes. If I don't get it, then, uh, I don't know, my bad. But thank you, RP. Thank you, everyone. for Well, thank you, RP, for breaking the tie. And then I had to come back and do this. That's fine. And thank you to everybody for weighing in with your uh, with your selections. This was a lot of fun, and um, I'll try to do a, a Mount Rushmore for Christmas stuff next year, too. 
Somebody let me know. What would you like to hear me, or what would you like to rank in terms of Christmas? We want to do songs? Let's try that next year. Maybe I can play some clips. I don't know what I can get away with, um, but we'll try. Anyway, that is... Uh, now, again, I'm relieved. I don't have to do another part of the thing and don't have to come back and, and talk about this again because it's all done. So Andy Williams, Bing Crosby, Burl Ives, and Nat King Cole, that is our Mount Rushmore of Christmas songsters. And uh, we're good now, right, with this? All right, thank you very much for weighing in. This was a lot of fun. And yeah, maybe we'll do songs next year. How much fun would that be? Not a lot? I don't know. Anyway, I think we're good, right? Right? All right. So, uh, Jesus, maybe one day, maybe one day, our dear friend of the show, Brawny, that's how about that for a transition into the song, huh? No? All right, anyway, uh, maybe one day she'll make this list. Maybe one day, many years from now, we'll look back and say, you know what? She is pretty awesome, and she should be on Mount Rushmore for her Christmas songs. But even if she isn't, that's fine, because she's a part of this show every year, and uh, we just played one of her new songs recently. She has an EP out, by the way, uh, Love Letters and Hate Mail. So go get it, BronnieMusic.com. But for today, this is, I think, the first song I heard from her ever, and I decided let's make it a part of the show, our holiday tradition. So this is Modern Day Christmas. It's our dear friend Bronnie here inside the Melting Pat on the Next Level Network.
And there you go, Bronny. There you go. I'm like I'm talking to her directly. I don't even know if she listens. Come on the show if you do. I want to talk to you. I think it'd be really fun. Um, what's her what's her guy's name? Mark. Hey Mark. That's the guy I want to talk to about that. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know if I'm gonna leave that in. Maybe he'll find it funny if he listens. Modern day Christmas, brawnymusic.com for more from her. And uh, she just released an EP, Love Letters and Hate Mail. So go check that out as well. Links to all of these sites for all our people will be in the show notes. And there you go. We uh, we did it. We made it just about at the end of the show. A long one. I know. It's been, uh, well, it's a holiday show, and I talk about a lot of things. So that's how we go. That is what we do. So what we're going to do before we go, and this may be different. The, uh, the end of this may be different from years past, because I'm trying to see if we can... Uh, well, if this goes according to plan, sorry, I had to check a thing. Um, if this goes according to plan, then it will sound a little different. If not, then we'll just do what we usually do. But in any case, you know, we're having a lot of fun. We talked about The Office. We did Mount Rushmore Christmas songs. We did Lightbulb Lady. We're ha- we played holiday tunes. We're having a great time. But when it comes right down to it, even though Linus is a jerk, he did share with us the meaning of Christmas and uh, you know where I'm going with this. You know what it is. And so I just feel like every year we have to be reminded that there's another reason to celebrate this year, this season, uh, as best we can. So, uh, my friend, the floor it's yours. Take it away. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? Sure, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Lights, please. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. And the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not. For behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God, and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown.
And thank you very much. And I hope that uh, we're able to do what I wanted. And if not, then, um, you know, we played the thing that we usually do just so we don't get in trouble. <laughs> and there it is, the Melting Bat, the next level network. That's it. That is it. We're good. We made it out of the thing. Uh, this was great. I love that everybody participates in these. And I love that we have a new annual tradition with the office. And I really, like, again, I just can't express how happy I am that this show is out on Christmas Day. So my dear friends, I hope that you are well. I hope you're staying safe and healthy. And I hope this holiday season, you get whatever you'd like, even if that's staying home and not having to travel. And, uh, you know, if that's the case, good for you, I say. If you're going out somewhere, stay safe, keep yourself healthy and safe and everybody else, you know, if you got to, you know the drill by now, right? You Well, you should. Um, so just stay safe. Don't be a goddamn idiot and uh, and enjoy yourself okay can we do that please no just come on if you if you're doing something dumb don't tell me about it okay <laughs> so there you go themeltingpat.com for all of my stuff thenextlevelnetwork.com for all the stuff all the way around the network there are 10 of us now i think um so check all of that out and subscribe to everybody's show all right all right there we go um we're not doing g love and special sauce because we have a special holiday ending for today but philadelphonic.com for more from them. And regardless, irregardless, no, I meant to say a different word and then it came out weird. Sorry, mom. Regardless, we're not playing the song, but go check them out anyway. Um, again, I'm themeltingpat.com, 209-867-7638 with your questions, comments, concerns, observations, and of course, corrections. There you go. We did it. This has been an 8 Boiling production. So until next time, which will be New Year's Day, uh, have fun. Again, be safe. Thank a veteran, wear your mask, wash your hands, get vaccinated and boosted when you can. And of course, don't do anything I wouldn't do. Thank you so very much. Merry Christmas, my friends. Enjoy your day, your week. Enjoy whatever you have going on. Uh, and until next time, just don't be stupid, all right? You've been inside the Melting Pat on the Next Level Network. Here is much better with their holiday greeting and, uh, and then a classic tune to wrap the show. Again, thank you so much for listening. Go crap open a cold one.
Hi, this is Charlie Saxton from the band Much Better, wishing you and your family a happy holidays and a happy new year. Hi, my name is Tim Joe from Much Better, and I want to wish you a happy Christmas and a merry new year. Hi, this is Sean Quinn. Oh, erase that. Erase it. <laughs> erase it. <laughs> I didn't sound sure of my name, and I want to wish you Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. (laughs) 